0: Well, greetings on behalf of the Real World Learning Team for the Lee-Summit School District. Thanks for joining our podcast today as we are talking about real world learning, or as others have referred to it as authentic um, integration of curriculum into uh, our classrooms. And so with me today is Lisa Janeway and Mary Humphreys. So uh, good good morning, I will say first to you guys, and uh, start. let's start with an introduction of who you are and what you do in the school district.
1: All right, I'll start. My name is uh, Dr. Lisa Janeway. I am the 712 ELA curriculum specialist for the district, which just means that I help um, support our teachers in the development and um, application of curriculum and assessment and um,
2: content-based
0: programming.
2: All right, and uh, I am Mary Humphreys. I'm an English
0: teacher at Lee Summit West High School. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm Elaine Metcalf. I'm uh, the Director of Greens Management, specifically for the Kaufman Real World Learning Initiative in our district. So I'm going to jump right in. The topic today is um, how can we make um, slight changes to the instructional strategies, not the curriculum? We know that the curriculum is set up and and agreed upon by a group of educators or set to us by standards, state standards. But we can't talk about instructional strategy. So today we're talking about English language arts and how would students benefit from doing an authentic, project as a part of your English language arts curriculum. I can tell you that in our district
1: we have worked over the last several years to really reimagine English language arts curriculum and programming. Um, Most of us have memories of what that um, traditionally has looked like because it hasn't changed much since many of us were in high school. And um, we did a lot of professional learning as a department and as a leadership team, of which Mary um, has been a part of, and began to really think about ways to bring authenticity into um, all levels of our secondary program, um, specifically through the lens of inquiry, but also with a strong focus on authentic products and authentic audiences. through our writing, the work that we do, obviously with students in writing. And so a couple of years ago, we had a senior team um, of teacher representatives that were working to re-envision the senior curriculum and really landed on this idea of a capstone project and um, specifically an opportunity for students to apply all of the skills they had learned uh, through their K-12 program in terms of writing and research and a lot of critical reading and thinking and communicating and interacting and putting that towards something authentic and uh, something that would make a difference in their community. And um, I think that form of authenticity is something that um, not only our teachers were excited about, but I think it was also something fresh and new for students to really engage with um, that felt a little different than maybe that traditional program that they were used to.
2: Historically speaking, we've, we've heard a lot of students say, you know, well, I'll never use blah, blah, blah uh, in the future. You know, I'll never use this once I uh, graduate high school. But I think the capstone allows students to To see those ELA um, skills in action, you know, the the reading, the critical thinking, the writing, the speaking, um, you know, those are all things that we use daily uh, in the real world. And so I think the capstone allows students to see beyond the, you know, I'm writing a literary analysis paper over this book more into, you know, my audience is much broader. You know, I I, I, there's there's a purpose to this beyond Uh, What I'm doing right now in the classroom, the purpose is much larger uh, and the audience is much larger with the senior capstone project.
0: So thinking about that capstone project, what are the, the benefits of having students connect with like business professionals? That's who their audience might be. On a capstone project, is that correct?
2: Yeah, a lot of times. Uh, And so our students um, will—they create their own action plan, and they go out into the community to work with, um, you know, could be business partners, you know, other professionals um, to enact a plan of action, you know, the the, the change they want to see. And so I think, um, you know, for employers, they get to see students. Uh, students using those 21st century skills, you know, they get to see students collaborating, uh, again, thinking critically, seeking several solutions to a problem, you know, troubleshooting if, if, if what we're trying to do isn't working. And so I think, you know, employers get to see that from students, but I think, you know, students benefit equally because they get to practice those skills that are necessary for, you know, the workplace or, you know, uh, post-secondary um, options that they're going into.
0: That is that is spot on with this work. And that's kind of why the Kaufman Foundation kind of put this out. You said a lot of really key terms there in that answer about, you know, the benefits of students, um, you know, talking with professionals, uh, business professionals, industry people. Um, and then, you know, it kind of it, it is it truly is that validation that I'm doing something important. Would you agree? Oh, yes.
1: Yes. I think that the word that comes to mind, I mean, certainly this is about an application of a skill set. This is about um, post high school readiness. This is about, um, you know, making sure students are going to be successful in their future. But I think this is also about really developing young adults that we want to see um, continue to lead in our country and in our our society. I think this is about um, building agency in students. It is about all of those other things. I think it's giving them a sense that they have... Um, power and a voice and that they should use these skills to just to do more than just be successful in their own right but to also impact their larger communities and I think that's really powerful.
0: Talk to me just a little bit about like, was it easy, Dr. Janeway, to get a teacher on board with doing this? Was Mary like, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I was ready to, to do this years ago. So talk to me a bit about that that buy-in, if you will, on kind of changing things up with your teachers.
1: Well, Mary Humphries is always ready. So yeah. that's, she's, <laughs> she's no problem at all. Uh, you know, honestly, I feel like that. Again, you know, we have very carefully and intentionally planted seeds for several years and we've layered in lots of learning opportunities for teachers. We've been having conversations. You know, we did some um, by choice professional cadre learning with staff um, that were interested in getting involved in reimagining the English language arts classroom. So I do think this was the culmination of a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of really good research out there from the Pew Institute that they do a student survey every year, and the the disengagement numbers actually are increasing. Students are reporting feeling frustrated and disengaged in schools, and I think that that proof uh, is you know the proof is in the pudding. When we have kids that are not um, emotionally and intellectually engaged in what we're asking, I think that does motivate teachers to be open to change, and I think we saw that for sure in our department. but I will say that as much as I think folks were excited about the opportunity and were open to it, there's a lot of, of challenge in transitioning to a more um, authentic approach. You know, we're used to all of our metrics being maybe uh, ACT scores and test scores, and now the metrics are completely different. It's about how this work is going to be perceived outside of our educational environment. And, um, you know, that, that challenges students, but it also challenges our teachers and their skill sets and their, their paradigms um, and attitudes as well. But I think that it's been a, a really productive and healthy journey for our department.
0: That that is awesome to hear. And I mean, sometimes that's what it takes is like, oh, I'm going to go outside my comfort zone and I'm going to find a different way to assess this, um, you know, this literary work or whatever it happens to be, but still hit your your standards and your content, but assess it in kind of a very different way that, as you said, is way more meaningful to a student. So one of the things that Kaufman has laid out for us in this uh, work, especially around like a client connected project, um, is that. Um, that the students have mentors, and mentors meaning not just the teachers, but the people in the community who said, I would love to mentor you in your project. And whatever real project or capstone project you're doing, I'll be your mentor. What are the students learning by having communication with people um, in the professional world?
2: I think students learn a lot from those interactions. You know, uh, first off, they learn a lot about scheduling, right, that not everything revolves around, um, you know, the 7.30 to mm-hmm. 2.30 um, timeframe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think just in, you know, researching how to contact someone, you know, um, how to send that professional correspondence, um, but also how to ask questions. I think sometimes um, our questions are maybe too broad or too narrow, um, but I, I think there's a lot of, of skill involved that, that students maybe haven't practiced when they know they have to contact someone to set up you know, their plan of action and, and what they're going to do and meet with people or interview people, you know, I think it really challenges them to, to see the real world application of what we've been doing in the classroom.
0: We hope the, in, the un, end result is that they've got this value added now, um, something that's resume worthy, right? So not did I just do a paper or not did I just do a presentation for my teacher, but I did a presentation or I created a product for a client. And so that's the end result as well. Is that whatever they're doing in your ELA classrooms, um, we consider it resume-worthy and something that they can talk about in like a, a college, um, uh, in a college essay. If they're writing a college essay and they could bring in a real problem that they've solved for a client um, through your through your capstone project, those are the kind of value adds that we really like. So, um, well, this has been a great discussion about client-connected projects, and real-world learning. Is there anything else, uh, Dr. Janeway or Mary, that you guys would like to add to the discussion before we wrap it up?
1: I think one of the reasons why we've had success with this particular project is because we targeted seniors. And I think think that there is definitely an an imminent sense of their future. I I mean, they're definitely thinking ahead um, comparatively to their younger peers, obviously. But I think also trying to make that senior year meaningful Um, I think is another, uh, at least in our area, it felt a little bit like um, wash, rinse, repeat. And I think by the time they've done that for, you know, four years in high school, they were ready for something new. So I I think that targeting the upper end of our students has been very effective for us and potentially might be a good piece of advice for other um, teachers or departments looking to do the
0: same. That that is great advice because you can think about it. Maybe as a freshman, you start learning some of those good, easy communication skills. But then by the time they're senior, boom, they're full on ready to do uh, one of these capstone projects. So that's very cool. Well, you guys, it has been so wonderful to have you on um, on this podcast today, and thank you for your time. And that's a wrap. All right, thank you. Great. Right. Thank you so much.